Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Welcome to Women on the Line, Community Radio's national women's current affairs program produced at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. I'm Arija Nord. On today's Women on the Line, I speak with two members of the gorgeous Hot Brown Honey team, Busty Beats and Lisa Falafi. Hot Brown Honey is a radical, cheeky, political burlesque show written, performed and invented by a team of black and brown women artists across Australia. They're in town for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and drop by to chat. We start off with Busty Beats explaining exactly how Hot Brown Honey came about. It sort of started when I, well, me and my sister Candy B always have worked together and sort of um, have talked a lot and we constantly talk a lot about representation of women of colour, especially in Australia, especially on the stage page and screen. I kind of had an idea, like I was working with Lisa at the time and um, we always talked about, like it was 10 years we talked about, we need to do a project together, we need to do a project together, you know. And at the same time I was looking at like the whole world of sort of burlesque and what was happening there and just going, once again, the representation is so low of women of colour on the stage. And then I'm like, but I know excellent performers. Like, I just know them from everywhere. And um, so I was like, well, what can we do? What can we can we do? So it, the first kind of manifestation of this was me, Candy and Lisa making, just kind of talking about acts and making stuff that made us laugh. And we kind of went, we never get this opportunity. We've never, ever in our whole careers have got an opportunity just to do stuff that's going to make us laugh and make us feel good. <laughs> so we, we, we started at that point and we were like, you know, let's, let's try some stuff. And, and from there, it kind of worked in this crazy way of like, um, it was just sort of a, a we, we'd come together and then get three artists from wherever we were and um, put on a show. So it, it, it was very much like a club idea, like we'd come with these set pieces and then, um, and from there we sort of developed it and went, well, you know, and at the time like Candy went off to do Circus Oz. So um, me and Lisa went, let's let's move with this. Let's let's see what else we can go. And, and then we started dreaming because it was 10 years, actually working in different communities around Australia, like a place called Warubinda, which is like North Queensland, inland, you know, Indigenous community. We would sit in dongles and go, what can we do? What are we going to make, you know? Um, yeah. And so from there, Lisa and I, we got like, this, this is a show. This is an important show that we need to make with different women of colour from around Australia. And like, that's the whole, that's the whole deal, like performed, directed, created by black and brown women. So basically you saw something 
that doesn't exist because you live it, yeah. right? So it's something that you experience and you decided, actually, we're actually going to change this. We're going to play a different game now and yeah. we're going to yeah. own it. Yeah. Totally. And, you know, the the beautiful part about developing it further and 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 really making what, you know, what we feel is a full theatre show, you know, it sits in a cabaret context, but it's like, you know, it you know, it's a theatrical experience for people was the fact that we were like, well, we, we as senior artists can create pathways for some younger generations. You know, it's like instead of us 20 years in the industry going, there's still no pathways for us, at least then we can make that happen for a few other people. Mm. So for us, it's like, you know, it's been part of our ethos of, of working the whole time, you know. So to to be able to be in a position where we're like, yeah, we can offer this if you like to take this journey with us. So, mm. you know, we've been lucky enough to find some amazing women from, I mean, there's so many that we could yeah. pick. It's like, can we just have a cast of like a hundred, yeah. you know, yeah. which is, I mean, we've been, we've tried to have a bit of fun and have, mm. aside from the show, have this, have a block party. So we can keep inviting new guests and new women to be part of the Hot Brown Honey Collective, yeah. you know, because yes, we do need this cast yeah. for everyone, <laughs> yeah. you know, for all the other women who are looking for that centre stage space. Yeah. And that's it. That's right. It's centre stage. We're, we're putting ourselves directly there and we're going, you know what, this is where we should have been the whole time and now we're taking it. <laughs> yeah. I resonated a lot with what you said, Lisa, because people often say things like, oh, I know that white folk are taking over hip hop. I know that white folk are doing, but there's not that many. No, there is. There's a lot of people of colour, yeah. women of colour yep. in hip hop in yep. theatre, mm-hmm. in, in music, yep. in all arts, visual arts, yep. any kind of art. Yeah. Um, so that's never a valid argument for me exactly. personally because I know yep. them. Yeah. But also it's it's clear that this is a, a national thing. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's I think, you know, it's hard like if you can stay in the industry is the difficult part. Because yep. because of the the steps to, to continue to learn the opportunity to be a director, the opportunity to be, you know, a, mm-hmm. a senior musical director or, or whatever, yeah. are so far, be, you know, few and far between that yeah. often people will, you know, you'll get, you'll get in that treadmill of the free gigs and the, you know, the community stage opportunities, yeah. which are amazing. But it's like if you're wanting to develop as a professional artist, you need the opportunities to grow your skills. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's been... We're just like, ah, damn it. We're just doing it ourselves, you know. Yeah, and all those – and basically, I go, they are excuses. They're absolutely excuses. Like, we do hot brown honey. People just come out of everywhere. There are these women. We met a woman who breathes fire. Like, you know, (laughs) we we know women that do – Absolutely. Um, there are women in this, the comedy festival at the moment that are doing amazing stuff. There is like, I, I mean, I did look through the whole festival guide and I did find six women of colour. Plus us, that's 12 <laughs> in the whole festival. Of, I think there's like 300 shows. So it's just kind of like, well, no. It's clearly like there's there's clear we can sit and, and we've we've lived it so we go we know we know who's blocking what we know where the gatekeepers are and we've gone yeah we've kind of just blasted them out of the way really <laughs> gone no nah, we've had enough actually yeah we should have gotten those gigs all those years and we say that as old jaded artists you know <laughs> but like now we're like just like well and this is what we're doing about it we're making exceptional work for our community yeah. 
Okay, so speaking of <laughs> Hot Brown Honey, can you explain the show <laughs> and like, because I haven't seen it yet, which yeah. I'm very excited to see. Um, but I still am like, okay, burlesque, but also like aerobics and like <laughs> beatboxing and yeah. like, that's everything. That is yeah, so yeah. amazing. But I just want to have a bit of a picture. I think it's like, uh, you know, like we're really... We really wanted to make this super entertaining show on one hand, you know, something that has like, because the skills of the women around this country are so diverse, we, we wanted the skills as well as, you know, culturally be diverse to be a, a show that showcases circus and dance and beatboxing and music and, you know, all of the wonderful things that, that we love in art making uh, in this in this show. And so we, we it's it's a bit cheeky, I guess, because it's like, ooh, is it a cabaret? Oh, is it a burlesque show? Oh, it looks funny. You know, those all of those things, which it is. Mm. It's this, it's this sort of manic ride of, um, of acts and craziness and being roused at and, you know, and mm. made fun of sometimes. Mm. But then on the other hand, it's, you know, every act is looking at things that are important to us. You know, it might feel silly or stupid, but it might afterwards you, you'll take that moment to reflect on all the issues that we're bringing to the forefront, you know, that affect us every day, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, white privilege or the mm-hmm. exoticism of the Pacific or, yeah. you know, or a single single mum who's a DJ, you know. this. Yeah. We just try to bring in all the stories that mean something to us and mm-hmm. I think we often, what I love is when I'm talking to other women of colour, you know, outside, once we've done the love train out of the building <laughs> yeah. together, yeah. Um, talking to the women and, and them going, oh, you know, just like, that was for me. And I'm like, yes, it was for you. Like, I'm, I'm so happy that all these other people had a great time <laughs> and feel challenged and provoked and all of those things. But then, but for me, that the best part is them going, yay, I felt you were me at that point. Or, yeah. you know, it's, that's, that's why we're making this show, really. Yeah. Yeah. That one is a question that I jotted down. I wrote, um, how have you been received, but how have you been received by women of colour? That yeah. was like, yeah, literally yeah. like yeah. in terms of priorities, that's that's, that's, that's it, it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, we're just, I'm so happy that it's like translating uh, to all communities. And so, we, you know, we're getting a great response, whether it's reviews or, or audience about uh, feeling, you know, empowered and wanting to make change with us by the end of the show. So I think... I'm happy that it's, yeah, translating across, but I know that for us specifically, the show is for our sisters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Women's on the line. (laughs) Oh, that was women on the line. Women on the line. (laughs) (laughs) Who and what and what kind of work um, inspire you as, like, Femmes, right? Like, who I this is a term that I learned when I was in the States, your femspiration. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nice. So, I'm just gonna channel that a little yeah, bit, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Who, who are those people? Because there must be quite a list. There's so many, like, I get daily, daily inspirations. Like, um, like I'll read something and just go, Oh, I read something by that young woman the other day, uh, Amandla. Amanda Stenberg. She's 17 years old and she's talking about intersectionality and talking about how who we are is, is a revolutionary act. You know, it's, it's just like this young woman is phenomenal. And that's what I look forward to for young people as well. I go, there are people out there for them. Like I feel for me, like I go, 
especially living in Australia and growing up in Australia, there weren't there weren't those role models or even, you know, coming from the African diaspora too, I go, where are the women that came before me? Where were they? And what happened was that they were just um, symbolically annihilated, basically, that they they weren't allowed to be in shows. They weren't allowed to, like, you know, kind of follow the, the pathway that, that, that they should have, you know. So, that, you know, they're beautiful women. They became teachers. They became, like, leaders in their communities. They became all these things. But, like, what they were were artists. So, um, you know, every day I just go inspiration like from around the world like these women doing absolutely amazing things and making noise and that's our big thing in the show too it's about it's about making noise you make noise because you're here and you know it's about visibility and so even for our Hot Brown Honey Facebook, that's what we constantly do. We constantly find these sources of inspiration from these women around the world. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's like from the academia world, like from um, people like Audrey Lord, you know, and these and these are moments in in the show as well that we bring out. Like we have the word of the mother, <laughs> like basically. So you know, we're talking about women who've like had these amazing lives and pathways and have imparted this wisdom onto us and that still when it comes down to it like you know have been treated in a way that only women of color have been can be treated by like white supremacy you know so whether it's Lilla Watson you know um we, we really kind of go these are these are our uh, foremothers, you know, so to speak, and, and they give us so much inspiration. Yeah. I was going to say that Facebook is such an empowering space. Like it's mm. something I'm, I liked that Facebook quite a long time ago and I constantly get those updates. And when it's an Australian context, because, of course, I follow Colour Lines and mm. for Harriet and yeah. all those yeah. spaces, but when there's um, links from Australian, you know that whoever's posting it is in the same country as you mm -hmm. and you can relate to how they access that information and how they translate that information. It's yeah. very, very empowering. It's yeah. been really excellent. Uh, yeah. um, Busty's, you know, <laughs> she's all in charge of that. Your personal <laughs> Facebook is pretty But it's also like, you know, just that little thing that we can do too to showcase other artists, yeah. you know, just to be able to go, hot brown honey alert, you know. Yeah. Here's another, another amazing <laughs> yeah. artist here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So. On Community Radio Around Australia, you're listening to Women on the Line. Go to 3cr.org.au slash womenontheline to download this week's program. Don't forget, you can like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. Brown Honey exists as an empowering space for women of colour as both entertainers and consumers. It also exists in explicit contrast to the very white establishment of the arts in Australia. Unfortunately, most artists of colour in Australia are not immune to the awful experiences the industry imposes. How have you guys worked in this performance art and comedy and music spaces yeah. um, up until this point? Because I couldn't imagine how difficult that may have been. Yeah. Like, I really, I, I know. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, as women of colour, as women who are visibly racialized, as women who don't take shit, mm. it, it's, there's a lot of elements of 
Ah, yeah. how, how have you done it? Seriously. Yeah, I think we've done a couple of different pathways, I guess. Yeah. For me, I, you know, I didn't fit into any uh, other organisation. Like I know Busty's done um, a lot of work for uh, some of our major theatre houses and things like that. But I was like, I have to just make my own work. So I, for over 10 years, I made work with a, uh, my company called Polytoxic which was making Pacific Australian work and, you know, trying our hardest to get people to buy that occasionally. So, you know, that was the, the main outlet for us to, to create work and I didn't, I didn't try super hard to become a mainstream actor or, you know, find a role for myself on television. You know, it just I, – I don't know if it was a bit of a cop-out, but, I, you know, I didn't see – any spaces for me there and and I just went uh, you know I'm just going to make my own work so um or find other uh wonderful people to collaborate with so I mean I'm getting more I'm doing lots more things with other independent companies now bits and pieces that are outside of a cultural context which mm-hmm. is sort of interesting and yeah you know being sort of engaged as for my my eye as a visual director or you know maker mm-hmm. of pictures <laughs> but um yeah I didn't I think I think Bussy's had much more in that sees much more of that world of, uh, of oh, mainstream theatre so, and <laughs> it's so painful it's painful and so we've done I mean you know with Black Honey Company which is me and Candy so we've done every comedy festival Candy works across the theatre I do sound design and you know composition for theatre as well and it's just every time I go what am I doing (laughs) because it's just like this is completely out of control the other day I read an article and it was one of the theatre companies going oh yes it's time that we you know we are going to really try really hard to make sure there's you know gender equality in the theatre and I just went like these straight white males, like I'm like cotton on, like, you know, and, and that's I think why we're making hot brown honey as well, because we just went, you're too late. Actually, you're too late. You've decided to create that world for you. You've excluded us continuously. So we've made our world and actually our world does, it includes you, but it includes you if you're going to think about your position. You know, I read a great quote the other day, which was like, there is no space for men in feminism. It's men's job. To, if a man's a feminist, you need to go out and make your world, you know, take those ideas to your world. Like that's where the work needs to be done. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been rough. Like, even coming back to a comedy festival after all these years, I've been like, you know, we're talking about a space that was, the last time even we were here was still that, you know, one dude on a microphone. There was so much, I'd heard so much sexism and homophobia and racism that, and I saw people laugh at that, like, you know, constantly and kind of went, well, you know what? This isn't a place for me. You know, and the ableism stuff, I just go, really? You're going to think that's funny in this day and age. But that's why I'm like, at this space, in this time, at this moment, I'm like, with Hop Brown Honey, it feels like we've got a really awoke audience, you know? So it's like, we don't, we don't, we don't outwardly go and market to those people who laugh at that stuff. We know who our community is and who we want to be there. And we know they've never 
been invited to those other spaces. So, you know what? You're lost. Like, you want to talk about how theatre is dying and, like, you know, you've only got this certain demographic. I'm like, it's so easy to go extend an invitation to people. It's actually just about going, would you like to come? Hello. <laughs> it's yeah. so easy. <laughs> would you like to see some work where you can identify with the people on stage? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I still like, like it, it, it's a struggle, like, but like I'm kind of, as we continue this work and, and immerse ourselves in the world of women of colour more and more on a theatrical and professional level, we just go, yeah. we really, really do not need to be in that other place. And you it's know? feeling good. It feels you know, so good. We're just like going, oh, maybe this is what we've been working towards all these years, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, to yeah. be feeling like, yeah, we're putting on this shit hot show yeah. that is like everything we want to say on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Just amazing. <laughs> I, I just, um, in Australia, these type of spaces are really rare. So when it comes up, it's just something that is very, very, very um, important, but also something that I know your community nurtures. Like, I definitely. And I think it's been like, I mean, when I think about it, like, um, you know, oh, that uh, like Candy's kind of been making her solo or her, her sort of work that we work on, like Australian Booty, she did a show, and who's that chick as well? And I'm like... Like uh, even trying to negotiate a pathway at all, like has felt really tentative at times, like really on the edge of like, you know, being called like completely radical or, you know, you're, you're marginalising audiences because of these particular groups not invited to the show or, or that sort of thing. We're not brown honey. We're just like, we're not inviting you. <laughs> You're not invited. These people are invited that you forgot to invite the whole time. These ones coming, <laughs> you know. So we've really made an, a direct, you know, decision as well, which is great. And you can get tickets at the Darabin Arts uh, website. Yeah, or Melbourne, or Melbourne Comedy Festival website. website. Yeah. Yeah. Hot Brown Honey is on throughout the Melbourne International Comedy Festival until Saturday, April 16th. For more information about the program itself, you can find Hot Brown Honey on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and you can get tickets for the show on the Darabin Arts and Melbourne International Comedy Festival websites. I've put all the links on the program page. Women on the Line is Community Radio's National Women's Current Affairs program. It's produced and presented by a range of women broadcasters from 3CR in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. We greatly appreciate the financial support of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. We welcome your comments or thoughts on today's show, so send us an email at womenontheline at gmail.com. Women on the Line programs can be downloaded from our website, 3cr.org.au slash womenontheline. The theme music for Women on the Line is Slideshow at Free University by Letik. And the feature song for today's episode is Speak Up by Queen G. 
Thank you for listening to Women on the Line. I'm Arij Nord, and I hope you can tune in again next time. No time for ignoring the calling, the dawning. Early in the morning, wake up, meditate, watch the planet gravitate. One with the sun, that's a taste of freedom.